Hello, and welcome to the Alchemy of Art podcast with your host, Addie Hirschton. Join us as we share folk tales and true stories about artists and the creative process. I'll start with a quote of the day. This was said by Ovid. As wave is driven by wave, and each pursued, pursues the wave ahead. So time flies on and follows, flies and follows, always forever and new. What was before is left behind. What never was is now. And every passing moment is renewed. Be assured there is no death, no death, but only change and innovation. The sum of all things remains the same. Hello, everyone. My name is Addie Hirshton. I am a contemporary impressionist painter, teacher with the Indianapolis Art Center, author, and public speaker. The purpose of this podcast is to share the folk tales and true stories about art and artists that I've collected as an art teacher. I hope they are as inspiring to you as they are to me. So today's story is The Fall of Icarus. Now, this was written down by Ovid in his Metamorphosis. So Ovid was a Greek poet who lived uh, 2,000 years ago. Here we go, The Fall of Icarus. Once upon a time, there was an artist named Didylus. He could create every form of art imaginable. He could paint, he could sculpt, he even designed grand buildings. One day, the king asked Didylus to make a complicated maze called a labyrinth. It was designed so that when a person went into it, he could not find his way out. A monstrous creature, a minotaur that was half man and half bull, was placed in the center of the maze. The king would put his enemies into the labyrinth where they would be eaten by the minotaur. The king's daughter, the princess, fell in love with a man named Theseus. Now, the king hated Theseus. Fearing that his daughter would marry this enemy, the king had Theseus thrown into the labyrinth. The princess went to the artist Didylus and begged him to tell her the secret of the maze so that she could save Theseus. Didylus explained that she could tie a string to a tree outside the maze and pull it in with her. She could then find her lover, then follow the string back out. The princess followed Didylus' advice and escaped with Theseus. They fled to a faraway land and were married. But when the king found out what his daughter had done, he knew that the artist had given her the secret of the maze. In his anger, he banished Didylus to an island that was a prison. Didylus and his son Icarus were forced to live at the top of a prison tower. Below the tower, soldiers marched, guarding them. Didylus created a plan to escape from the prison. 
They could not get a boat to sail away because the soldiers would see them. Didylus planned to make wings so that they could fly over the heads of the soldiers and away to safety. For years, Didylus collected feathers from birds that flew about the tower. When he'd gathered enough, he glued the feathers to his son's arms and then his own. Daedalus warned the son Icarus that when they flew off, they must stay above the water so that the wings would not get wet. They must not fly up too near the sun as well. Because the sun would melt the glue and the wings would fall off. Finally, they were ready. Daedalus and Icarus lifted off the tower and flew through the air above the heads of the soldiers. Didylus stayed at a steady course between the water and the sun. But Icarus got very excited. He swooped down to the water and back up again to his father. Down and up and up and down he went until he went as high as the wind could take him. The sun melted the glue off of his wings. The feathers fell from his arms. Icarus dropped to the water and drowned. The artist Didylus remained soaring up high. He he reached the mainland and escaped to freedom, but he was saddened by the loss of his son. Although he had gained his freedom, he lost his most valuable treasure. The end. (laughs) Sad story, right? So my thoughts on this story. Um, You know, creating something is, is powerful. Creation is a powerful tool, just like the ability to fly in the story, our ability to create new things. We've got to harness it if we want to help it, if we want to use it to help us reach our goals. And we can soar up and down, but if our eyes aren't on the prize on what we really want and our goal, then we're going to veer off track and lose sight of our destination. It could be said that reaching land was Daedalus's goal, not just the creation of beautiful wings. So the goal of reaching land, well, that just eluded Icarus because he got all caught up in the moment. And when we apply this to artwork, yes, it can be fun to create the, the product, the wings. Yes, it can be fun to experiment with it. But if your goal is to... Uh, communicate something to the viewer, for example, it can be the same as trying to reach that land that Didylus and Icarus were trying to get to. If you have a goal in mind with your artwork, you've got to be always leaning toward that goal and not get caught up in the moment, so to speak. This leads me to my book recommendation of the day which is The Icarus Deception, How High Will You Fly by Seth Godin. So Seth Godin has a little bit of a different take on the Icarus story. In his book, he uses the story of Icarus to push his point that people are too afraid of flying high, of pushing themselves metaphorically up the ladder of success. He points out that some renditions of the story omit how Icarus was warned not to fly too low, not to get his wings wet, and focus entirely on not flying too high, which is um, the point at which he he falls to his doom. 
So consequently, people glean from this story the lesson that they should never fly too high, or as they say uh, where I'm from, you don't get above your raisin. Um, Godin urges all artists to think bigger and stretch themselves further, even if there's a possibility of failure. Because change and innovation doesn't happen if we're playing it safe. Also, Godin has a broad view of what encompasses artwork that I wholeheartedly agree with. For example, he states, being an artist isn't a genetic disposition or a specific talent. Mm -hmm. It's an attitude that we can adopt. It's a hunger to seize new ground, make connections, and work without a map. If you do these things, you're an artist. Excellent ideas. So The Icarus Deception is one of my new favorite books. Check it out. Okay, upcoming events. Next week, we will be having our storytelling retreat in Indianapolis, Indiana. It's May 23rd, 2015. You can go to my storytelling website, fantasticfables.net, to register. Be on the lookout for my upcoming book, The Alchemy of Art Stories for the Classroom. It's a collection of 50 folk tales and true stories for art educators to read aloud to their students. Many of the stories shared on this podcast can be found in the book, along with recommended resources and lesson plan ideas. If you love this podcast and want to see it continue, go to my website, azirfineart.com, to make a donation on the podcast page. So thanks, everyone. May these stories about art and the creative process inspire you. May you find your voice. You have been listening to the Alchemy of Art podcast. To find out more about Addie Hirshton and her work, go to azirfineart.com. That's A-Z-H-I-R-F-I-N-E-A-R-T dot com.